different subject every week anyway, that's for sure. And the way for me to just get some thoughts off of my chest, just express. Um, energy might be a bit different today because I'm going to talk about a very serious subject. Today's episode is going to be about debt, uh, life and debt, existence, existential, big and small sort of ideas. Um, I had an episode three already done last week that was about style, uh, stoicism and fashion and, and how, you know, you can almost gain control over your own confidence by deciding to dress in a weird fashion. It, it made more sense. <clears throat> made more sense if you listen to the podcast but for some reason it didn't work i'm also now on spotify so that's something to celebrate um that's kind of cool it's unique don't know why you have two episodes <laughs> but there you go i have one episode technically i have an intro episode and then a... okay uh a friend of mine has had an uncle pass and the funeral was today. And I'm always weird around debt. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. I'm confused about what my role is in terms of... Do I say stuff to the family? Have I said enough? You could say just be yourself. Then, like, you know... You don't know how that's going to go either. The church talks about, like, you know, this is just one life, and that when you die, you pass on to another life. And I'm not sure what I think about that. I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, this idea that you move on to something better. I'm sure it gives the family peace on some level to not think of you as just ended. But then as well, atheists seem to not believe in all of that and they can also make it sound so beautiful this idea that well you're just here and then you're not and like why does there need to be something more than this this is perfect now granted not everyone has the best life but no matter what scale you're at whether it be you know your level of happiness or your 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 income or your relationships no matter who you are, everyone struggles in life. In a weird sense, life is just weird kind of challenge. It's almost like a video game where there's different levels and everyone has to go through those levels. Everyone, no matter who you are. That's something you learn as you get older as well. There's these patterns. And for as unique and as special as you are as an individual, and you are that, that is important to do stress that for as, as important as that is you're also not that different to everyone around you like your your struggles aren't that unique and like some people would find that very offensive because people some you know a lot of people find their identity in their in their depression in their stress in their struggles that's who they think they are and that's where they invent a lot of themselves, you know, a lot of their defense mechanisms, a lot of their, like, ego, a lot of their, you know, shield to protect themselves comes from all those rough places, all that struggling. 
but like you're not unique in that. Everyone goes through shit. And to reverse a little bit, back to that bit with what I said on you being unique. I don't know how many sperm cells came out of your father. But there's a lot, like more than hundreds, I think thousands. And you happen to be the swimmer that was the strongest. That happened to hit the egg of your mother's that was the strongest. And both of those possibilities came together to make you. And here you are listening to this show. And here you are with all your flaws, but also all your perfections. All these things that just make you perfect because you're here and you're breathing and you're able to think for yourself and you know if you're lucky enough you probably have all your limbs you probably have full eyesight you probably have the ability to speak better than I can you probably have good sense of hearing you can eat you can taste food you don't have any huge medical problems I know I'm generalizing and I'm not trying to say people shouldn't be I put this last night I asked a friend to name three good things that she liked about herself and she really she really struggled and she wouldn't really answer me this isn't unique especially in Ireland especially with most people that are adults it's very hard for us to like admit that we like things about ourselves and yet self-love is actually I would say the answer to everything um And I'm not trying to diminish the negative things in life, but I can't stand when people diminish the good things in life. To say that like, Asher, this is just real life. That's like, that's just a perspective. To say that just the shit things that happen are real life and all the good things that happen are what? I just like, not allowed to be given any attention to? That sounds to me like a really fucked up society. That sounds like someone working in defense mode rather than offensive mode. And what I mean by that is, it's ungrateful and it's not good. It's not healthy for your brain to work that way. I know you're trying to protect yourself from, from struggle, from pain, from hurt. And that's mostly the reason anyone would ever think like that. But at some point or another, you're going to have to feel a bit vulnerable to life and you're going to have to open your heart to things because when you do, you start to be grateful, you start to be happy and you start to notice all the good things you actually do have working for you in life. And that heightens the quality of life. That makes you enjoy every moment so much more. That allows you to just like, look at your friends when things aren't going perfect in your life and be like, these people like my company and they're good people they want the best for me like they care about me if, if that on some level if you can't feel that enough on some level to almost bring tears to your eyes then yeah I'm, I'm worried I'm worried about you I think you're thinking the wrong way to only give all your energy to the negative and not to the positive is such a waste. I'm not saying ignore the negative. I'm just saying balance it out. And when you get really good, start to give more energy to the positive because it will change your life.
So I think on some level atheists believe that. Now, atheists probably are more cynical and more negative people, in, if, if I'm making a generalisation. But I also think they, like, the way Ricky Gervais describes it is really well. <laughs> it's really good. Um, the way he just talks about how perfect animals are and nature and how it's just this adaption thing. It's just... It's just, life is perfect the way it is, in ways. With all its flaws, it's perfect, it's perfection. And there's nothing after this. You die, and then you feed the earth, and you're recycled. And although we're amazing creatures in one way, we are just animals. And what makes us so amazing is our complexity, and how much we overthink. The fact that an animal is fully dressed facing a mic in his bedroom at this moment and that you're listening to it on some sort of a phone or laptop that's pretty astonishing do you know what I mean imagine your dog over thousands of years just eventually became what you are that's pretty amazing that is kind of in a sense what you are thousands is kind of undermining it but you know what I mean over a long period of time or so we believe And what, yeah, the fact that we're so complex also makes us think that we're better than other animals. And it's like, we come from that. We are animals too. And do you look at your hamster or your goldfish and think that it goes to another place? Or do you think it just, it's dead and it feeds the earth and it just rots and it's like, that's part of the cycle of life. I'm not trying to make you think anything, by the way. This... My point in any conversation, unless unless there, I definitely know what I'd say. When it comes to philos- philosophical things, I, I think true wisdom doesn't come in telling people the answer. It comes in not realizing that you don't have the answer, and you're actually just bringing up loads of interesting questions that people either haven't thought about or don't want to think about. And so, I don't know what I am, <laughs> to be honest with you. Being half Lebanese, I grew up being quite Christian. Um, my Lebanese side were more Christian than my Irish side. And just Lebanese people are very, very Christian. <laughs> they're very religious, they're very family-based. I grew up praying every night, praying for my friends, praying for things I wanted, talking to God or Jesus or Mary or whatever. I'd go to church every Sunday, I'd follow all those rules. I was a very disciplined kid in ways. I was crazy and chaotic and I was like full of energy and beans and lost in my imagination. But yeah, no, I was also quite disciplined and very attortive, obedient, let's say, to, uh, to God and to religion. And then I got older and started asking questions and the people around me didn't have answers and didn't want to answer it. And I taught... There's that thing, you know, there's a thing that kids have before they get too old and complicated where they're able to look at a parent or an older person, ask a question, and they can see the answer in your eyes. And they don't even know how they know. But I believe most kids are like this, you know what I mean? Like, kids haven't been moulded enough at that stage when they're still young and they're still just kind of perfect before we fuck them over they can sense things 
We all did. You can just kind of sense it. You can get back to that place. You can train yourself not to overthink and to become more of the body and to kind of be a bit more instinctual and uh, intuitive and, and to feel things in your gut, you know, your second brain as the as Chinese philosophy would call it. But, but I knew. I knew when I was a kid. I knew the people I was asking had no idea. I knew that they looked panicked or worried when I asked certain questions. I did. They didn't have the answers to questions that were big that made them think almost I could see their brains churning and like figuring it out and then not knowing the answer and then getting aggressive and then being like oh we don't ask those questions or kids know this thing these things you know you can't you can't mess with them so that kind of made me quite strongly atheist for years and now I'm actually not atheist at all and I have some friends that are completely against religion and I just think I'm not completely against religion I think all religions come from a very similar place and I think there's actually a lot of truth to most of them I don't think it's about one being more real than the other I mean if you want to get very quantum physics on it everything is true and not true at the exact same time depending on who's looking at it and who's not which brings up a very complicated mixed bag of topics so we won't go down that anyway but um I don't know what religion I am I mean is it Buddhism where they uh, believe everything's reincarnation energy cannot be created or destroyed and so you never really die you just leave that vessel I don't know what I hope for more. I don't know if I think it's better that you're a cycle, as in your energy, you come back as a butterfly, or as a child again, or as a dog, or a goldfish, or a tree. Like, I don't know if that's better than you going on through purgatory to heaven, or hell, or even the last option, which is you just, nothing happens to you, you just, you're not anymore. problem I have with the last one the older I get it's like atheism I actually connect to my angry teens and now that I'm a bit more (laughs) yeah I was going to say sophisticated it sounds a bit obnoxious to say that but I feel like intellectually I'm a bit more sophisticated and I feel like atheism is actually a bit of a a cop out I have no problem with anyone is atheist I mean I used to be myself too but I just think there's something kind of ignorant about it it's like a Christian person telling you that there's definitely a heaven it's like you're looking at this person you're looking them in the eyes and they believe what they're saying and you don't know how to tell them oh fuck no you actually don't know that there's a heaven you do realise that you don't know what you're saying is true but you're trying to convince everyone else? That's kind of crazy. You know around that corner? There's a blue car. What? Around this corner? Yeah. Have you been around that corner? No. Okay. Hi, I'm an atheist. Oh, hi, atheist. There's definitely no blue car around that corner. Oh, you went and you checked. No. Okay. 
So the two of you have not looked around that corner, but you're both certain in your answer. Right. So you're basically the same type of personality on different sides of the spectrum. Fuck me. <laughs> that is dangerous. I just feel like if someone's open for that way of thinking, what else is kind of messed up about their way of thinking? What else can you not kind of trust about how confident they are in their decisions? Are they just the kind of people that like to have a strong opinion? Like, do they even think things true? Would they rather have an opinion than have no opinion? I don't know. I don't want to say you can't trust people like that, but that's fucked up. Neither of you know the answer, so why are you so sure of yourself? That's kind of disgusting, like, that's what pisses me off. But if it gives closure to the people on the religious side to know that someone's moved on, there's a beauty in that, and I understand it. And to the atheists, if you believe that all religions kind of stem from some sort of political background to try and control people and for profit and the amount of money you know Christianity has is insane it's, it's a bit you know what's the word hypocritical is that the word you know Jesus is apparently talking about nothing being about I oh, fucking lose my train of thought here Jesus basically saying that it's not about material possessions and yet a lot of what Christianity is based on is all of this big fucking massive palaces made of gold and shit like that and popes. I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Something bit like that shouldn't necessarily reflect on a religion that might have stemmed from some truth. And then you're going to look at me and be like, Jamie, you believe some guy actually was the son of God and did all this shit. And what I'm saying to you is, I wasn't there, I don't know... And the fact that you were so sure it didn't happen means you're just as crazy as the people that are sure that it happened. And so maybe I am agnostic. And maybe you think that's a cop-out to just be sitting on the fence so I can just kind of be like, oh, I'll go whatever, whatever team's winning. But that's not my point. My point is it's not okay to just take a side for the point of taking a side. That's not intelligent and it doesn't make sense when it doesn't make sense. Neither of you know what the answer is. So, you know, you can keep shouting at each other through the fence, but I'm going to sit up here on top of the fence and I'm going to watch the fucking sunrise and sunset and I get a better view than you. And if there is going to be a god or no god, at least I'll know before either of you because I'll be on top of the fence looking over the fucking boat fields. I don't know. You sound crazy now. Less crazy than both of you, but you know my point. And if it gives some sort of solace, solace, peace to um, atheists to believe that there is no God and there's no point to our living and we should just embrace our lives, maybe that makes them kind of soak in the moment more and become more present and just enjoy the now. And maybe they actually live their lives a little bit more instead of following these old rules. Which then might make them feel a bit more worthwhile and have a bit more control over their lives. And there's definitely a beauty in that, so... Look... My issue is, is I, I think I often have too much perspective. Um, and too much empathy 
depends on the topic, but yeah, I can bounce, and I can definitely, I definitely think very widely on, on situations, and so I can see both sides, and yeah, I can kind of, I can love where both sides are coming from, and understand it, and appreciate it, but I also think you're both crazy, <laughs> I just would never tell someone I'm totally sure of something that I haven't a clue of. That just sounds insane. 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 <laughs> but I haven't been to a funeral in a while. The last one, I haven't been to many in life. Maybe under five, honestly a handful. I think my granddad was the first one I'd ever been to. Oh God, actually it is under five. It's definitely under five. Or just that five, maybe today. Um, but my auntie passed away uh, New Year's 2016-2017 Wait Yeah Yeah, I believe that's right And uh, That was a very upsetting and angry time And the last thing I wanted that day in the church Was all these talks about prayers and God and All these things that had nothing to do with her and then like a half-time advertisement where these guys came up and started selling Christianity and Catholicism. Shit like that would make anyone atheist. That's the problem with both sides. When they go too extreme, they create. They, they give birth to the other extreme in those moments. I was very angry that day. I don't really like religion much. I know I was empathising with it earlier. I like some bits, but yeah. It'd be the same if I was around a group of atheists or an atheist club. I'd say after a while, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> My problem is I'm a bit of a loner in ways. I just don't really subscribe to any one way of thinking or any group. I try everything out. I'm a mingler. I'm a curious experimenter. But I'm not, I'm not really anything. I don't want to be here, just... Just like being me. And I also don't like group dynamics or group mentalities. I think that's dangerous. I think individual thinking is always the way forward. So don't make me a part of your club, ever. But I do miss my auntie at times. And I do wonder what's happened to her. She kind of struggled a bit before she died, so I hope whatever happened to her, whatever didn't happen to her, who knows. Either way, it's peace. Um, because if it is just a life ending and nothing more, then, you know, she's alive in my thoughts and I'll remember all the good bits about her and keep her alive that way and share If it's the other, if it's the opposite, if she's gone to like onto another side, well then I hope on whatever spectrum of light you're on, I hope you can hear me. And I hope the view's nice from wherever you are. Hope you enjoy it. And if it's the middle option, if it's some sort of Buddhism thing, maybe you went Buddhist before this all ended and 
maybe you've been reincarnated into, you know, a ladybird, a falcon, a dolphin, a sea turtle, a grain of sand, an eyelash, <laughs> a tear, a drop of rain. reflection of a sun in a coffee mug I don't know something anything yeah that is a funny thing makes me makes me a bit weird in the head don't know how to take how to take it all but I hope wherever you are whoever's listening to this just upsetting but like it's also a reminder that you're alive and I don't always mean to give everything a positive spin but you know how else are you meant to survive just remember that you are alive and there's things to be grateful for and whatever you believe in as long as it means something to you and you're not hurting people just keep doing that don't even listen to me and my arguments it doesn't matter what I say if you if you feel it and you know it then that's good for you and I hope it gives you some peace that you're believing in that uh, but do me a favour and stop trying to convince everyone else because every time you do that it's like you're reminding yourself that you don't actually believe what you're saying you know if you need other people to believe in it too instead of you being quietly confident in what you know there's an issue there that doesn't that doesn't sound right to me but anyway I need to go. Hopefully this episode actually does upload. And uh, thank you for listening in. See you in the next one. Take care of yourself. Goodbye.